was synchronized on the countdown. Mine it too. Out very well. Uh, that's good because you Sounds did the good. counting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Now, if, if you clicked off time, that would have been another issue. Oh, gee. <laughs> All right. And I just started recording in Skype as well. Cool. I don't know what it does when we hit record, but like the video restarts and the bandwidth just jumps like spikes. Now. Yeah, it's whack. Yeah. Must be recording in super high def. Yeah. 1080p. Well, last week was nuts. Your recording, you had immediate high res, probably 4K recording, and I was getting just swamped on my Wi-Fi. <laughs> Like, just emancipated, but that's all right. So, uh, I think you mean emas- emasculated. Emasculated. Eman- yeah, emancipated means you were set free. Set free from my, you know. Uh, notion that you had better Wi-Fi. Yeah. You've been freed from the lie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that won't be the case this week. I'm, I'm back <laughs> in my house. Yay. All right, one sec. All right, do you want to formally start this thing or what? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's a good idea. That should actually be the intro. <laughs> okay. Hey, Micah. After. Yeah. Hey, Nick. How are you? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Let's get this thing going. <laughs> <laughs> so what people may need to know, assuming anyone actually listens to this podcast, because right. no matter how many times we ask for email, nick at twoguyspod.ca, no one mm-hmm. ever emails. But what people need to know is that Nick and I spend like 20 minutes talking about life before we hit record. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, which is kind of fun. So, hey, Nick, let's hit the personal catch-up cruise right away on this two guys who sometimes disagree podcast. Our podcat. podcast. <laughs> My family goes away for a day, and apparently mm. I lose the ability to speak. And I can only speak unsocialized. Farm equipment names. Yeah, I show degrade into grunts and... Uh, Groans until like human contact is reestablished. Mm, cat hey, outside. Nick, yes. Let's do the catch up on this uh, two guys who sometimes disagree podcast. Mm-hmm. How's life been, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. I can't remember anything that's been happening. So that means I've been busy. That's usually emblematic of that. Right. Um, yeah. I, I got a job. So that's pretty sweet. Hey, which one did you get? Um, this is a security job. Nice. So you are protecting the valuables of Saint Saint Xavier University. Saint Francis Xavier University. That is right. I'm going to be the the treasure trove of knowledge is in your protection. Exactly. There shall be no. um, Oh shoot! The word just left me. You know when you copy someone else's work without giving them credit. Right, plagiarism. plagiarism. There shall be no there plagiarism. shall be no plagiarism theft under Nick's careful watch. Exactly, and my careful watch will be outside of most buildings, and not regarding plagiarism at all. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if plagiarism was turned over to campus security? Oh my goodness, that would be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> These guys who are normally like patrolling for parking tickets parking are suddenly tickets in charge of like, like yeah. Is this really your original thought, or are you really transposing uh, Kendra Casey's Dean's thought from Fuller? (laughs) 
Yeah, because when I checked through my eight different web sources to see if you plagiarized, three came up. Now, I don't want to pin this on you, but you if you would like to admit to it, you can right now. And this will be a lot easier on all of us. Yeah, plus, uh, it's yeah. exactly... <laughs> It's exactly what uh, Wikipedia said about the subject. Yeah. And I didn't see your name in the edits page. <laughs> nice. Or even better, like, there's, there should be a movie someplace where some billionaire in Silicon Valley decides mm. to attach a university to a casino in Las Vegas. <laughs> and plagiarism is handled by casino security. Oh, that's awesome. Who are just happen to be staffed by former mob right. guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. That would be uh, yeah. I'll teach you to use a Chicago footnotes. <laughs> <laughs> Technically you didn't steal anything, but you misformatted and that's legally academic uh disconduct. Misconduct. Yeah. Misconduct. Oh boy. So now it's time yeah. for me to tackle you. Yeah, your fingers are about to be hard for you to type, missing some fingers. <laughs> hey, boss. It's just like full mob boss. Yeah, full mob boss, absolutely. Hey, boys, you ever heard of a fish that could, or a, a rat that could swim? I think we got a rat on our hands. <laughs> Let's see him use Turabian formatting on this <laughs> holiday cruise. I'm about to MLA you into next week. <laughs> Make sure you properly reference those cement galoshes. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't even know what accent that was. It, it's some kind of mashup of like... Well, I mine wasn't what. any better, so... <laughs> no, no, yours was much better. All right, yeah, before uh, the mob gets annoyed at us. Uh, I'm also part going to be playing a role in November with my university. Oh, yes, yeah. So I want to talk about that a little bit on the pod. So essentially... What is it? it used to be like a mental health thing or it used to be a prostate cancer and testicular cancer thing. Yes. So you just grow a mustache and then raise money. But now it's like um, open itself up to um, uh, like mental health and that sort of thing. So really? Yeah. I thought it was still like men's health stuff. Yeah. Like men's mental health and that sort of thing. All right. So I'm doing I'm always going to get get a mustache, which is questionable but that's happening and i'm going to be raising money and i'm doing what's called like the move challenge okay so that's like committing to running 60 kilometers like i chose 60 kilometers um and the reason 60 is because um we lose 60 men uh on average each hour to um suicide which is preventable yeah um in most cases uh yeah and like the idea is men should be here today so um just that number is kind of emblematic of that and that's part of the the raising money so i'm doing that with the university so um if you have a chance listener if you are listening um it's a good cause absolutely so if they wanted to support you nick where would they go they'd go to movember.com or mobro.co november with an m yeah or mobro.co slash Nicholas Stinson. Actually, I'm going to change that right now to Nick Stinson. Slash Nick Stinson. Yeah. Yeah. As in like N-I-C-K at twoguyspod.ca where they could email you saying they're about to support you. Epic. That's a great plan. Yeah. Not a bad idea. You like that combination? (laughs) Yeah. My facial hair uh, shall remain unchanged. 
Yes, for and the last 20 years. It has been 20 years, hasn't it? Yeah, 21. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. 1998, right? Something like that. That you know that is terrifying to me. <laughs> <laughs> you have been hanging, we've been hanging around far too long. But yeah, it would be right around there, 98, I think. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my wife Same has hair. banned me from adjusting my facial hair. Therefore, it shall not be adjusted. Does she? Would she ever like have you shaved? No, no. Really? Somebody trimmed my beard or uh, the goatee a little bit too short at one point, mm -hmm. and she could see some of the uh, pale, pasty skin underneath it that has not seen sunlight since before 19... the turn of the millennium. Summer '97. Yes. Yeah, no, no. I had a beard then too. It's. I went from a full beard to a goatee. Oh, anyway, okay. whatever. Since. Summer of 94, I think. Oh, my goodness. Holy smokes. Uh, anyway, the uh, so she saw a little bit of skin and went, no, that's no. A, you need to go find a new hairdresser, and B, you are never shaving. Mm. So. Fascinating. Yeah, no. Happy wife, happy life mm. philosophy. Yeah, we're, this is not <laughs> a battle I'm going to. Besides that, I don't think I want to. Last time I shaved my chin, I took four chunks out of it and said, that's enough of that. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> that was in 1998. <laughs> four. <laughs> no, four, sorry. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, probably 95, somewhere in there. All right, Micah, give us your side of this week. This week? Pretty good week, uh, all things considered. Uh, finally got clear of a car that has been like a boat anchor around my neck. Uh mm -hmm. So that's gone. Mm -hmm. uh, before we got on the podcast this evening, let's see now. I was up at a celebratory dinner for the end of harvest with my family. Mm -hmm. uh, and then an uncle came over and we went and uh, one uh, during Dorian, several hay bales got blown over and broken apart and just shoved into the tree line on our property. Mm -hmm. So we went and picked up a, a bunch of hay and my strawberry beds are all prepared for winter now. Um what else? Last Friday, I had a massive list of things to do to get the property ready for winter, and I mm -hmm. knocked them almost all down. Everything, I, everything from like finally finding a type of LED bulb that both fits and is dimmable in the chandelier in my dining room, <laughs> to okay. changing the uh, filter on our hot water or our uh, oil tank for hot water and our furnace to servicing the furnace to changing the dryer vent and sealing a anyway i'm pretty much ready for winter here and then i think my brother and i decided to like fix the internet and i've spent time <laughs> climbing aerial mass uh and standing on roofs and like, if you had seen me two days ago, Nick, it would have been reasonably impressive. I'm standing there in, like, a T-shirt with wind blowing me, <laughs> my arm wrapped around an aerial mast, braced with binoculars, nice. staring stoically into the distance, trying to figure <laughs> out exactly where the other aerial is. That's awesome. But, I mean, my nephew would have assumed I'm, like, watching for pirates or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty great time. Oh, man. Yeah, pretty good. Sounds pretty good. Also, potentially some new Wi-Fi on the horizon. That will well, be that's what all this roof climbing and drone flying and mm -hmm. pirate emulation was all about. To be determined, uh, will be yeah. talked about in the next Wi-Fi catch-up. Well, next, sure, I but mean, let's, like let's wait until we actually finalize on something. Right, in a couple of weeks when we finally get um, these answers that we've oh. been demanding, you listeners have been demanding. Well, see, I think our only listener is my brother, and he's part of the decision. <laughs> 
Well, maybe not. But you should email Nick at Two Guys Pod to let us know that my brother is not the only listener. Yeah, honestly, just email Micah's brother. That might work too. Maybe we should get him an address at Two Guys Pod. <laughs> yeah, Micah's, Micah's brother, brother at Two Guys Pod. Ca. Sorry, I'm on my phone here. I'm trying to see if we actually do have any mail because I'm. I don't. Last time I checked was relatively recent, and we didn't. But we might. It would be hilarious if there was like nine email messages. Yeah, that would be really uh, priceless, I think. But yeah, it would also be weird. But anyway, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a tightrope. <laughs> a tightrope. Like between priceless, weird, and something else. No, between weird and just not like cool. This cannot continue. <laughs> like, if you're a listener and you're like constantly emailing us, it's kind of weird, but. We're not yeah, going to say no. Yeah, find another email address for me and let me know that you've constantly been emailing. Anyway, so that's the personal cruise catch-up, Nick. What's our question for the week? I our know that we've got one. for the week is, what is the difference between tithing and the health and wealth gospel that we talked about last week? Right. Okay. So, uh, crash course on tithing, because that's like classic old-timey church word. Um, back in the day, uh, in the covenant with Israel, uh, God established this principle called tithing. And in the very basic level, it's that you would take 10% of everything that came in first. So it's not like you'd wait for the end of the harvest season and Mm -hmm. bring in the stuff that was nearly rotten because of the frost, but 10% of the first harvest and you just give it to God. You give it to the temple. You burn it as burnt offering. You'd give it to the priests for their upkeep. You, you just give it away. And the principle behind it was uh, God saying to his people, it would be possible uh, for you to almost make it on your own and think that you're doing it in your own strength. Mm. I don't want that kind of relationship with you. I want you to understand that we are in this together. So you will give 10% away as a reminder that you are not the one who makes everything work out. Mm. Uh, in very, no, we, we, yeah, that, that's a poor analogy where I was about to go. Um, this became a real legalistic thing within the old temple system mm. where like, uh, magistrates would come by and they would discover that you're growing a herb in your garden and mm. at harvest time they take one and give you nine. Right. Right. Like they got real finicky about everything. Yeah. And if you didn't, uh, you could face like temple charges and all this kind of stuff. Essentially, mm. it became a legalism tax. Yeah. Um, we continue in churches today to use language like tithes and offerings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in the gospel of Christ, one of the things that we understand is this all belongs to God. Like This is all right. his. The fact that I have some of it, that he lets me use some of it, mm-hmm. uh, I give back as a way of reminding myself that I, uh, I'm like a steward of these resources. I'm not the true owner. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not about you need to do this or you get in trouble. 
Right. And it's not about you need to do this or God will hate you. Mm. Uh, it's not about you're paying membership fees or dues to a church. Mm. And it certainly isn't about, hey, if you just give in the right way, then God will bless you. And like some kind of magic book scroll where you make God dance according to your want. Mm -hmm. Uh, it is about saying, Hey, this isn't mine to begin with. And I understand Mm -hmm. where this world is looking at money and resources backwards. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give some of that away. Now, down through the years, we've kept that 10% idea Mm -hmm. uh, because it seems like a good starting point. Yeah. But I know others who give away more than 20%. And mm-hmm. I know some who can't give more than like 15 cents a week. Right. Like two pennies would be stretching for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, if you haven't got a penny, like a hay penny will do. Yeah, and if you yeah, haven't yeah. got a hay penny, I mean. Yeah. All right. God I, bless I saw you. that one coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> but it's really, really key to catch this because it's not about the amount that you give. It's yeah, about no, the heart that you give it with. It's about the fact that it's not controlling you, that you are not, it's like we talked yeah. about last week, we're not like of this like spectrum, this political whatever. We are like, we're not any, we're not more a citizen of here than heaven. So why should we abide by, like live by the currency of here when we should be living by the currency of heaven? Absolutely. Yeah, I've just had a computer power up. Thank you. You are not, you're not helping. Cortana, please. Yeah. Thank Stop you. Stop that. Yeah, so I'm wiping a computer beside me and Windows has just <laughs> decided now's the time to let me know that I'm wiping it. Oof. Anyway, whatever. So whatever. yeah, it's not, it's not about, it's about reminding ourselves on an ongoing basis that this mm-hmm. isn't our home. Sure. Uh, and there have been all kinds of abuses of that by church leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to be really, really clear that, like, hey, we're not in this for the personal jets. No. Uh, I really don't think a pastor should be having a personal jet. That's really hard to justify. Yeah. Uh, I And that's I think that's the big difference to answer the question between the health yeah. and wealth. It's this... not about people gaining wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's be clear, especially in the network that I play in, mm-hmm. um, my salary is paid. The building is kept up. The tools that we use for ministry are purchased mm-hmm. through the offerings, uh, that people give on a Sunday morning. Right. There's no organization outside of that. That just makes it happen. Right. Uh, so it, uh, it's key to understand that or not to hide that because then like somebody would feel like we're being skeezy about it. Right. But it's not about me being paid a lot of money or I'm not getting paid not being to paid say the stuff. A lot of money. What's that? I'm not getting paid to say the stuff. Well, that's true too. And, uh, if I did try and talk about it in a way that would increase my pay, I would be fired. That's one of the things I like about the church. I'm in. Yeah. They're like, no, no, we're, we're we love you, but you're not doing that. No. Uh, so, well, I don't know if they'd fire me, but they would certainly like take me aside and have a long conversation yeah. and make me wish because emotionally I'd be so distraught that I was dealing with the mob rather right. than a very lo- loving and kind gentleman. Right. Uh, anyway, so that's that's uh, kind of the difference. What 
as I talked about it, Nick, what holes did I leave there? I, I went on for a long time. Yeah, what I didn't think, I t- cover? Um, I think just the biggest thing, like you started to go into it a little bit, but um, with the, this isn't the biggest thing, but a important thing is that um, it's like donate 10%, not give your priests or pastors your money. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It's like, obviously, if you are a part of a church and you want to see the church like grow, that's a good place to donate your money. Yeah. Because you're supporting like the church that you are very much a part of. Yeah. And that you are an important member of, most certainly. Um, so that's kind of, it's kind of two two ideas. The first idea being, well, this money doesn't belong to you it's all by the grace of god um so you should you should not let it control you and you should um you know donate as like as a as not like proof of that necessarily but as um like keeping yourself accountable but yeah, there's, there's a also term called the uh, spiritual disciplines that mm-hmm. and the idea behind or uh, not the idea but one of the concepts behind spiritual disciplines is that when you practice them, it leads to a healthy spiritual life. Mm. Uh, so like reading scripture, praying, uh, fasting, yeah, which is, you know, a way of saying this world's life doesn't control me. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kind of things. Um, those spiritual disciplines lead to a, a healthy spiritual life and, tithing or sacrificing or offering uh, that's part of it as well yeah uh, it's as much about spiritual life as anything else but it's weird to say that because I can make it sound like hey, hey I'm your pastor and if you want to be healthy spiritually give me <laughs> your money yeah which is not at all what it's about no um, so you know let's be really really clear about that it's two but separate saying, ideas that work yeah. well kind of to get that can work well together but don't have Need to be to. necessarily. Yeah. yeah. You got it. All right. So I think, hey, if uh, there's obvious gaps in my thinking or something that I missed, email us either Micah or Nick at twoguyspod.ca mm-hmm. and we'll follow up on it. Sounds good. I did check uh, my email. A lot of spam. Oh, yeah? People wanting to promote our thing. Well, it's just because they care, Nick. That's right. Hopefully they yeah. did listen when they said, wow, you are such a great artist and we love... Um, and then like ob- an obvious copy, like paste. copy and paste scrape thing. Yeah. We love, we love how you do the thing on your thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, all right. So news cruise time. I have mm-hmm. been like, since we hung up last week, keeping track of several interesting things to raise. Mm-hmm. And I could riff on for like 15 minutes on almost all of these. Okay. So you let me know when to pump the brakes. All right, so Mike is taking the keys to this news cruise, just so you know. Yeah, you feel free to toss in any that you like. But... There is one thing that I do want to add that's really important to me. All right. Because I think it's funny, but you go through yours first. All right. These are almost all science type things. Okay. Um, you know what DARPA is? Defense Advanced Research Program Analysis or something like that? Uh, yeah, programs so. Agency? Mm-hmm. Uh, so DARPA is funding research into Wi-Fi and radio wave spectrum analysis, 
Ooh. Uh, and one of the things that they're funding is like how to even study the stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's this big competition going on. And, uh, one of the, co- or this big competition is to build a system that can appropriately monitor and measure radio wave output from things like cell phones Whoa. or, uh, that kind of stuff. So these like mega universities are building these huge domes. What? Yeah. With massive computing resources, thousands of sensors on them. So, wow. uh, that's crazy, Gar- but it's, yeah. it's also kind of scary. Well, it's also like super awesome and yeah. it's like all AI based learning. Oh, wow. So one of these systems is two transport trucks side by side, mm-hmm. like bolted together. So they've now unbolted them for transport. Yeah. And that's just computer hardware. It takes over 200 gallons of water per minute to keep it cool. That's crazy. Uh, it monitors 60,000 channel operations. Mm-hmm. Uh, between up to 256 devices at the same time to hmm. see how the radio waves interact. Like it's just, uh, it goes through 92 kilowatts of power and it's all computing. Like it's not like, wow. and now we're going to turn on the heater. It's just like, yeah. no, we're going to start doing math. That's crazy. Fast. Which, yeah, it's pretty cool. That is cool. Anyway, they had to like figure out it's happening in this big uh, coliseum, and so they had to figure out how to drive these two <coughs> transport trucks in, yeah, unload the cargo containers, and then mm. drive the trucks out, and then how to even get – how do we get 200 gallons a minute to the floor of yeah. this place? Facts. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's a really cool engineering and just like techie. Yeah, story. super techie. It, just massive amounts of data. Mm-hmm. Trying to load the article again just to see if I can – they said someplace how much, how many megabit bytes. Oh, here it is. Uh, the test bed uses three petaops per second of computing power and 52 terabytes per second of data. Wow. That's a lot. The internet was like three terabytes not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's anyway. crazy. That's whack. Yeah. That one is fun. Then there's Oh, I have a guess that... for what, what your next one is. All right, you go for it because it's not as fun, but you go. Um, Is it the Google Quantum Supremacy? Is that one of them? No, that's as much like smokescreen as anything else. You're bored of, of quantum computing already, no, Micah? No, I'm just saying Google's claim is not substantiated. Oh, okay. They yeah. say that they've achieved quantum supremacy, but it's in like this one very isolated way. Right. With like very right. relatively small functions. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like general computing quantum supremacy, which is what we're supposed to be aiming for. Right. Right. Like it, but hey, it's, it's a step. They took a step forward just the way it's covered and the way they, their PR firm spun it. I don't approve of. It's funny. It's funny how they, they do that. I don't know. Maybe it's funny that I know what almost what I, I don't know what I'm talking about in quantum mechanics, but yeah. I know what I'm talking about in like Google advertising, <laughs> Google quantum supremacy. I, yeah. I did some digging into that. This one is not fun. No. Oh. Uh, headline from uh, CBC PEI is mm. PEI ban teacher three decades of abuse allegations. Oh. Um, this guy, as soon as I saw his picture, I could remember him. 
at the time when I was in high school, he seemed like a really decent guy, except he was mm -hmm. the competition uh, for the band co uh, program I was in. Um, anyway, there's been like 30 years of stories now. He just finished serving one sentence. Ugh. And uh, as he came out, CBC released a collection of um, allegations. Mm -hmm. And it's just like heartbreaking because it's weird to go, man, that's a long time. And then realize that he was at it while I was in high school. Yeah. Like some of these things could have happened while I was at a competition. And it's, it's just really discouraging. Yeah, that is really discouraging. But on the upshot, at mm -hmm. least this stuff is coming out now. And right. Like, hopefully it will be not stopped, but reduced. Yeah. Around the same time, uh, this report, also from CBC, I think it was the next morning, mm -hmm. uh, they did a national survey because the CBC did a national survey, which is unusual because CBC doesn't normally put their funding into things like this, but they realized mm -hmm. that there was none. Did you hear about this? What was it? On school violence, physical and sexual. Uh, more than one quarter of young people surveyed in Atlanta, Canada, say uh, uh, others had shared sexual rumors or messages about them while they were in school. Uh, so that's just like in our area. Yeah. And uh, it just, I mean, the physical violence is kind of the same thing. Um, and it just... Uh, I'm grateful that some of this stuff is being dealt with. Uh, mm -hmm. Not that it's getting, that it's better, but it's moving in the right direction. Yeah. But anyway, CBC funded it because they realized that there was no good data uh, for the state of these things in schools yeah. in Canada. It was all there's, extrapolated from California. Yeah, there's so much. Like, It does bring up an interesting con conversation i was at a sexual violence prevention um forum last night and we have so little data but it's also largely unethical to collect certain amounts of data yeah i mean how you record it in a way that protects doesn't privacy the doesn't re-victimize them um doesn't guilty until proven innocent Mm. Uh, but doesn't disbelieve uh, the victims. Like it, it's just incredibly complicated. Mm. So, yeah, one in four uh, uh, sexual violence of some kind, sexual rumor, uh, and then you know the physical violence is, I think, similar. If I remember the article, yeah, which. I think back in my time, physical violence was much more of a thing. Like we've talked about that before. I, uh, elementary it's, days yeah. for me were not; um, they were interesting. I'll put it that way. Yeah, there was no like violence. Cell phone was, images, right? Violence yeah. was a bit of an anomaly when I was in school. Oh, really? Yeah, like no, it was. There would always be people that would be like fighting, who would fight someone from time to time. Right. But you kind of just like, it kind of happens and then everyone's like, ooh. And I've talked to like other people in the town and they said very oh, similar things. That's just Joe. That's the way Joe is or whatever. Right. But it wasn't about, yeah. So, 
Yeah, and then, you know, technology has just enabled, not just enabled, but technology has enabled uh, violence of a more sexual nature within teen culture. Yeah. And that's something that all of us who work with children and youth need to be both coaching and educating them about. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Uh, those are my two discouraging ones. Yeah. Uh, but like encouraging because things are getting better, hopefully. Yeah. Or we're at least acknowledging it. Hmm. Now to go completely the opposite direction and back into techie field. Okay. Sounds Ready good to me. If I were to say the letters X, well, the letters and numbers, X37B, would you have a clue what that is? No. It's a classified space plane. And it's like we only know about it because people like stare at it through the telescope. If you Google X37B, it's a U.S. Air Force space plane that takes off from the ground and goes to orbit and is fully autonomous. And it just landed. There's two of them. What? It just landed after two years in orbit, and nobody knows what it was doing. Like, it's all classified. That's horrifying. No, it's awesome. We've got space robots. Like, Elon what Musk was it doing? is, like, years behind. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Boeing is, like... Seven seven three seven maxes, whatever. We've got a space plane. <laughs> yeah, no, it's seven three seven max is still an issue that that needs to be dealt with. But yeah, <laughs> right <plane>. now, <laughs> like, get back and fix that. Hey, how do you feel about how his testimony went down? Who's the CEO? Did you hear about this? No. One year to the day of the Lion Air crash, he was mm-hmm. testifying in front of U.S. Congress, and just mm-hmm. he did a. Whether he did a really good job or actually of appearing so or is actually remorseful, uh, like he, he did a good job, like either being sat, like we screwed up and part of that's on me. Yeah. On the way out of testimony, uh, one of the women whose family died in the crash mm-hmm. was screaming about how like he won't even look at us. Yeah. And he stopped took off his glasses, stood in front of the woman, looked her in the eye and went, I am so sorry. Yeah. And they talked for a while. Like it just, Mm -hmm. he made it very human. That's good. But anyway, yeah, X-37B returns unexpectedly after two years and nobody knows what it was up to. That's whack. So they've never like, we don't even, we've never, we never even knew it was up there, did we? Well, we knew it was up there because the telescope guys are like, well, there it goes again. There hmm. it goes again. <laughs> it's orbiting night after night, right? Right. Huh. And it's making vector adjustments and changing orbital paths. Wow. Yeah, and there's two of them that have been flying. So this is the wow. uh, uh, the first one or whatever. Yep, just casually flying planes in space. Wow, that's just like, wow. <laughs> that is really cool, actually. Huh. Yep, so conspiracy theory, that one, Nick. Yeah, well, it's also... It sounded like I was talking about a conspiracy theory when I first started, didn't I? Yes, I was like, wow, this is like turning into something else. Yeah, no, no, Micah's like, no, no. Reality is more fun than conspiracy (laughs) theories. Yeah. Well, that's really like, that's really kind of cool because you could almost fit people in them. And I thought that we didn't have anything that was 
the U.S. I say we, like yeah, the U.S. Knock. didn't have anything that could that like didn't have any spacecraft. I would not be shocked if there's like a recovery pod, like oh the space station's going down, send the thirty seven B up with like a capsule and come bring oh, it back yeah. down. Probably, but. You'd All right, anyway, that he- one was cool. Oh. And uh, it was just interesting before we started recording. Mm. Just, you know, as we continue down the cruise highway of mm-hmm. random topics that Micah wants to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my RSS feed, two news articles came up. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one was uh, Apple's... Re- uh, so what is earnings season is what this is called. Apple mm-hmm. earnings disappoint uh, as growth flattens. Yeah. And the next one was Apple made $64 billion in revenue last quarter. <laughs> or Apple shares $64 billion in, or Apple beats expectations is what the headline was. Sorry, I'm trying to go by memory. <laughs> Apple beats expectations with $64 billion in revenue last quarter. It was just funny to see, like, article number one, boo, Apple. Article number two, yay, Apple. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fanboys. Yeah. Anyway, so you said that you've got one that you want to bring up. I have one that's going to blow everyone out of the park. Is it a conspiracy theory? No. Is it U.S. president related? Is it about hair product? No. Okay. It's actually not that interesting. Well, it, it is interesting, but it's not that, like, crazy. <laughs> okay. Kanye West made a Christian album. Yeah. I haven't listened to it. Mm-hmm. I've read a few things that, like, it starts out strong, and then there's some unusual understandings about God later on. Yep. But... I've not, um, that's all secondhand. What's your thoughts about it, Nick? Okay, so I've listened to it a couple times. Um, Just excellent. Like, obviously, it's a Kanye album. He's at the peak of his career in some ways. Right. Like, he just, like, in every aspect, he is, like, probably some of the best recording availabilities and stuff like that. Um, He knows more than he's ever known and whatever. So he's, like, set up in a good place. Um, t- to give you some background, he was going to drop an album, um, last year at this time. Um, but then he got super involved in the church, started going to Africa all the time and starts putting He's on his been own doing this, church uh, services. These Sunday services. Yeah. Yeah. And then they started totally out very, very humanist, mm-hmm. but they've become very Christian, mm-hmm. which I find interesting. Yeah. So he's, um, He's very, he seems very, like, the the wording is very just, like, raw, like, I've been set free, this kind of stuff, um, yeah. not, in, not in bondage anymore um, to the world or addiction or whatever, and he's talk, kind of talking open about that stuff, and then he kind of dips into hypocrisy a little bit, which is always a hard topic to dip into about, which is probably what people were talking about. Well, I mean, we... You've heard me uh, steal Broxy Cavey's hypocrisy gap mm-hmm. teaching. You know, we all know more than we live out, and we're all in efforts to close that gap. Right. Like he says, um, one of the lines that he keeps repeating is like, when I was doing whatever, where were the Christians and that sort of thing? 
kind of. Yeah. They were everywhere trying to talk with him about it. <laughs> right. And some probably weren't. Some were like, yeah, it's Kanye, whatever. But Yeah, he doesn't need us. He's super rich and would never lead to us or listen to us. There's that too. But I like I know of a couple of pastors who have been I know of one that has spoken to him directly. Okay. And I sorry, I know one that has spoken to him directly. And I know of a couple that are constantly reaching out to them and their family. Right. But, I mean, it it doesn't, like, the thing about rap is the lyrics are marginally based in reality. They're largely based in feeling, processing the emotion. Yeah. And and so, okay, I mean, if that's what he's feeling and that's what he's put down, okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of that. Um, There's a lot of good scripture. There's a couple songs that you could probably do in a church worship setting, which is weird. Yeah, given, you know, Mr. West's right. um, previous life. Right. Like, yeah, you just wouldn't expect it from Kanye. But, yeah. you know what? Like, if the guys come to faith, the guy, like, okay, fine. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, right. I think so. That's, And he had someone on his album who said, who's like, um, you're not, so, you're not like, you didn't miss it. You're just fashionably late. And we're here for you. All right. Whatever. And I okay. thought, and it was just like, um, just kind of throwing home that point that it's never too late, which was cool as like a reach out to people. Yeah. I thought that was kind of as the album was like coming to a close. Yeah. Um, there were a couple things that he talked about that could be construed as wrong, but you also have to be like really... Um, so he quotes, this is like really dumb because I'm very, making a very academic view of this, this song, but he says, um, uh, I think it's like um, John 6, 3, 3, um, where it says, um, we're not in bondage to anyone, um, for we were set free because we are the sons of Abraham. And then Jesus goes on to say, you know, you're set free. Um, those who set set free are free indeed from, like only through him or whatever. Yeah. So and then the Pharisees he, and the Sadducees were coming to Jesus and saying, like Jesus was saying, "Hey, like you guys are acting like you're blind, and right. how dare you say that? We've never been blind. We've never been imprisoned. We mm-hmm. like we're the sons of Abraham. We're the children of the covenant." And Jesus yeah. responds you're not acting like it. And if you, mm-hmm. you know, how can you be given sight if you claim, or if you claim not to be blind and this kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Kanye says, um, I've been set free. Um, I'm free indeed. Um, a wretch like me. And that yeah. was, so I thought that little section was really nice. You could construe that if you were really nitpicking to say like, Oh, he's also saying that he's a son of Abraham. Yeah. It's hard to, but the not point really no. I think no, the not. point. I think the point is that he he's free, and I think the Pharisees, even in that, Jesus didn't say, "No, you're wrong." He said, "Kind of yes and." Yeah, it. More importantly, this, and that's what kind. I will phrase it to you this way. I don't know that there has ever been such a young spiritual Christian mm-hmm. who's released an album, let alone an album this high profile. Yeah. 
So to yeah. have it analyzed by some of the <laughs> yeah. best minds in Christendom is kind of unfair. I agree. So, like, okay, like, instead of expecting the baby to run a marathon, hey, right. this guy's already climbing stairs. Like, that's a big thing for a guy yeah. this young. So, like, yeah, get off his – whether or not I agree with him or like his music or mm-hmm. anything, like, not get off his back, but let's be generous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth a listen when you get a chance. Um very just it's it does talk a lot about the process of what he was doing yeah. so yeah yeah i should definitely add that to my list of things to listen to mm. yeah i would definitely recommend that is as it well. uh release in podcast can i get it like in a serial subscription or something like that Sorry. <laughs> Apple Music. i have to go beyond my podcast app what am i supposed to, how do you do that <laughs> yeah yeah um if this is what this is one of the lyrics. I'll read a couple for you here. So use this gospel right. for protection. It's a hard road to heaven. We call on your blessings in the Father. We put our faith. King of kingdoms. Our demons are trembling. Holy angels defending in the Father. We put our faith. So pretty good line. Again. Not Shakespeare, but like pretty solid. Yeah. And like most of it's rooted in scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's really interesting to me too. That a lot of these, there's a lot of scriptural references, whether they're like specifically scriptural or like based in. Yeah, and as usual, I should insert the caveat: it's certainly a lot better than what anything I could do. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, I yeah. Think, all right. Yeah, for this sure. This could be interesting, and I am hopeful that it is a really positive influence yeah me too for for people to find Jesus Mm -hmm. I really I was having a conversation about this uh, with my colleague today about how I think I'm still like getting over my allergic reaction to uh, Mm -hmm. too much Business-like, leadership-driven-like, uh, high, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Christianese, the, the, uh, uh, the the evangelical complex. What, what was, what was that uh, comment that the guy had when he was being impeached and he left office? Beware the industrial-military complex. <laughs> uh, somebody else retooled that to uh, the evangelical something context. And I I hope he doesn't get sucked into that too much. Like the two. Like what do you mean? Like the subculture, the, Hey, now he's going to appear on a famous Christian show. And like Franklin Graham is going to suck up to him. Right. Like, um, all that stuff. And like, just that whole, I hope that the guy gets a chance to grow in his faith with Christ before, he has to step onto like some kind of mega stage and people start to use him yeah uh for what he can do for them rather yeah. than letting him come to Jesus and point others to Christ yeah now yeah i really hope that's the case as well um 
I'm not Here's optimistic that people will stay clear, but I hope he's got people around him that keep him safe. Yeah, I agree. All right, here's another lyric. Um, and I know that God is force that picked me up. I know that Christ is the fountain that filled my cup. I know God is alive. Yeah, he opened up my vision, giving me a revelation. Um, this ain't about uh, darn religion. Um, Jesus brought a revolution. All the captives are forgiven. Time to break down all the prisons. Every man, every woman, there's freedom from addiction. Jesus, you have my soul. Sunday service on a roll. That's got a lot of scriptural references in it. Yeah. There's a lot there. And again, a heck of a lot better than I can do. Yeah. That's pretty like, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just hoping for the very best spiritually for this guy. For somebody who I have absolutely zero contact with. Yeah. Interesting. It's very interesting. This whole, this whole thing. Um, I'm very surprised by how just, this is quite something else. Even reading these, rereading these now, like, there's a lot there in what you're reading to me. Yeah. And again, it may not be my style of music, but like it is somebody's and that means that somebody is going to be pointed towards Jesus. Mm-hmm. So like carry on. Yeah. Fantastic. Just go. Like, yeah, I think so. Fantastic. There's uh, somebody I was talking to. He's an older gentleman was commenting this week on, uh, I just finished saying something like, I've got a wide runway for somebody who's going to tell others about Jesus. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, that is so different than when I was a kid. When I was a kid, like if you didn't have the exact right beliefs, you were out. Like you were in the wrong church. And like somebody from another church wasn't welcomed in the church. Like it, there was always divisions. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's so different now. Everybody's like, you want to tell people about Jesus? Fine with me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Really, though? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let me find this and on last that one, net, and we'll note, call, it a, call it a night. One sec. I think so, because it is getting suspiciously close to Thursday, Ooh. and we may not. It just would not be appropriate <laughs> right. to wish you happy Thursday on Mm-mm. Thursday. So Yeah, no, not at all. With all that um, being said, Nick, it's been fun talking to you. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday, Happy Thursday to you. See you next day before Thursday. All right. Goodbye <laughs> for now. <laughs> <laughs>